Amazing. You can probably hear me better now. Over here, you are going to be team number two. Can I hear it for team number two? <laughs> nice. Okay. And so in these two teams, you are going to actually choose in the next 15 seconds, you're going to choose a team captain. Okay. I'm not going to do that for you. You're all a bunch of strangers. You just elect somebody to be a team captain and come up here to the front. Okay. You've got 15 seconds. Go for it. Okay, I'm gonna end up picking somebody if nobody comes up to the front. Who wants to be our team? Would you like to be our team captain? I feel like you could be a good. You want to? Yes, come on forward, give it up. Got a team captain, lovely. Look at this. Okay, we are gonna meet our team captains. Over here, your name is? Johnny. Johnny, give it up for Johnny. Johnny, this is your team. They are gonna be helping you today. Look out at them, okay. Do you think you could see anybody here that might be like really have a lot of potential to do well? Yes. Do you want to pinpoint that person or do you want to just keep that to yourself? Oh, all of them. All of them. What a leader. What a leader. They love that. Okay, over here, your name is? Joel. Joel. Can we give it up for Joel? Yes. Joel, anybody out there that you particularly think could do well? Everyone, basically. Everyone, yeah. Everyone. These two team leaders are... So inspirational. We're very excited. And the first game that we are going to play to help us think about this idea that Beth was just talking about, the fact that we have choices every single day, okay, is going to involve our team captains picking three people from their team to come and stand up here with them to play our first game. So, team captains, again, you've got 15 seconds. Pick three people from here that you want to join you, and you pick three, Johnny, from your side as well, okay? All right, so, you've got your people... What I need in this group of four people from each side is I need two people on the chairs and two people standing behind the chairs, all right? So you make that decision now. Team captains, you can tell who you want to sit on the chair. Okay, perfect. That's a lovely leadership. A nice bucket hat as well. Are you going to tie-dye that today? Nice. Okay, so... Two people on the chairs and two people standing behind them. The two people standing behind are going to get three balloons each, okay? So Beth is going to come around and give you three balloons. And basically, how you win this game is the people standing at the back, you're going to blow the balloon up. Are you good at that? Yes, confident. And when you do it, practice, get your lungs ready. That's nice. You're going to blow the balloon up. And then once you do that, you're going to tie it and you're going to hand it to the person on the chair. And what they've got to do is they've got to burst it by sitting on it. Okay. Are you good at that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So they are going to burst the balloons and it is the first team to get all of them burst. This game is called drop and pop. Okay. So you've got to drop and pop it. Okay. And the team that does that the fastest is going to be the winner. Okay, so your job, if you're sitting down here, your job is to cheer them on as loud as you can. Hear it for team one. And team two. Nice, okay. Are we ready? Once the music starts, you can go. Three, two, one. Go, 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 go. Yes, you can help them if you're on the seat and you want to help them tie it, you can. Be strategic. You might, might, might want to start blowing up the next one. Oh! Yes! One for team two. 
Oh, no, that doesn't count. Blow that up again. Come on, team two. Yes, there's two gone for team two. Team one, come on. You tie it, you tie it. Yes. We've got one more, one more on this team and we've got a winner, come on. Go on, we've nearly got a winner. Yes, well done. Okay, give it up, give it up for team number two. We got our winners, thank you much, so much guys, you can have a wee seat. Thank you, brilliant job. Okay. That was a good effort, okay? It was a good effort, can't always win. So, reason why we play that game, all right? This workshop, like Beth said at the start, we're talking about drugs and we're talking about alcohol, all right? And before we get into a little bit more on that and what it actually looks like, I want you to think about the fact that every single day you make choices, okay? Anybody know how many? Higher than 10,000? Higher than 100? How many? 100,000, less than that. Anybody guess? 37, you were close. 30,000, okay? Every single day, you are making little subconscious choices. Like right now, you are deciding what way you want to sit. You're deciding if you want to cross your legs. You're deciding if you want to pay attention to me. You're deciding, like there's loads and loads of things always going on in your head. Little tiny choices that you're making, okay? And in this game, you've got somebody standing back here and they are like feeding the balloon to the person in front and they're getting them to pop it. Who are we all paying attention to? Who are we laughing at in this game? Yeah, the guy sitting at the front, <laughs> you being a good team captain, and popping the balloon, right? Those are the people that you end up paying attention to because they're the one that's doing the thing that gets everybody's attention. They're the one taking the consequence of that balloon bursting. But the person standing behind is going, here, this will be a really funny idea. Why don't you sit on this and pop it? And then they end up being the butt of the joke. And that can be really similar with what it's like in your friendship groups and on this topic of drugs and alcohol is that actually your friends might be suggesting to you it's a really good idea to come out and take a drink of this. You maybe have never heard of whatever it is they're giving you before. Or maybe if you know older people, maybe you hang around with older people or you just end up in a situation where somebody says like, here, take a wee like, puff of this. This will be really good for you. Or try this. I've tried it before and it's fine. Like, have a go. And you actually take the consequence when you make a choice like that, okay? The person suggesting it to you, the person standing back here, they don't take the consequence. And so you are the person that deals with the effects of that. And with drugs and alcohol, there can be so many short-term and long-term effects that can physically affect your body, that can mentally affect your body, and that can just be really dangerous for you as a young person or as an older person can also be really dangerous, all right? And so if we're talking about the idea that you're valuable, we want you to think about all those choices that you're making, okay? Don't just listen to the people around you. Don't be influenced by your friends and trying to find your identity in a friend group or trying to find your identity in how people see you. But actually, we want you to know that your worth is unchanging, okay? Your worth is always very, very high and nothing can ever change that. And so all the choices that you make, like Beth said, we're not trying to tell you what choice to make. You can make those choices and then you'll have to deal with the consequences but we want you to know that the ownership is completely on you so that any consequence that you then come across, that is your choice and you feel comfortable in making that, okay? Perfect, okay, so um, we are gonna show you a wee video now, okay? This is actually, I found this about 
a week ago, okay, on Good Morning Britain, it's just like this morning or any breakfast TV show, okay, and this is someone being interviewed about an incident that they had while um, vaping, okay, and I know that like vaping, like maybe some of you in the room vape, maybe your parents or maybe just people that you know vape or they have vapes or whatever like that, but um, it's something that we actually don't know very much about yet, okay? It's sort of slightly newer on the scene in the capacity that it's that it's being used at. Um, so we don't have really, really long-term effects of that yet, but we can see um, something from this story now. So talk us through what happened to you and, and how quickly you realised something had gone very wrong. So myself, my partner, brother and his girlfriend went to the festival. Um, got there about two o'clock. Um, took a turn for a worse when I took a vape, uh, a puff of a vape from a stranger. I felt instantly unwell. It was almost like the world went into slow motion, uh, pins and needles throughout my entire body. I uh, collapsed to the floor and within a minute uh, I was unconscious, had a seizure, vomiting, incontinent. It, it, my entire body shut down. Um, I don't have any history of seizures or anything like this before and it was the scariest thing mm. I've ever been through. I, I thought I was going to die and my family that were around me thought I was as well. So we can grasp from that the severity of um, strangers, of spiking, of um, vaping, okay? So we obviously are not here today to tell you what to do, but we can show you sort of things like that. That's real life things that this was only a week ago that this was happening. It's not something that maybe like your parents are saying, oh, in the 80s, like this happened and we all had to be very careful. Maybe as we start to get older, um, alcohol or drugs might become to be on the scene, okay? Maybe this isn't for you right now, but it's something that you can be equipped with now so that in the future, you know this. But people are aware that like, if somebody hands you a drink, you're like, oh, no, that, there could be something in that. I'm not aware of that, okay? Or maybe if somebody had a cigarette or something like that and they offered you, then you would sort of, you know, to say no, okay? Or hopefully that you do. Um, but with vaping, there's, there's something more casual about it now. It's very, like, nonchalant. It's all, like, tastes nice. It's just fruity. Like, it all smells good. It's just sort of like you're walking and you just smell like bubble gum or you smell like, you know raspberry and you're like oh nice right so you're just sort of walking about and you don't even think about it but actually for this girl she had her guards down a bit and she actually inhaled something that actually could have changed the whole trajectory of her life it, she was spiked through through a vape and she had just had no idea and maybe like in the future you'll be going to Bellsonic, you could be going to all these different things, like I have no idea okay but you could in the future be in a situation where this could happen to you and we, as Made For More, really, really care about you, okay? God really cares about you enough to sort of to talk about these things and actually to raise awareness about it because you are so valuable. So to be putting yourself into a situation that could end up with something like that, we just, we just need to talk about it. Also in vapes, we've been doing a bit of research with actually um, young people in Belfast, students, and um, we've discovered that there's, there's this... Um, drug that people are putting in vapes and it's called pine okay so people put it inside their vapes and um actually if you have a reusable vape okay there's a coil that goes into the bottom of it whatever is put into that will stay there for two days okay so if somebody had put this um drug called pine that people are inhaling they're taking all throughout school days because it's, it's scentless there's no real color to it it's a wee bit orange but teachers just have no idea or maybe you just have no idea your friends are doing it okay 
it will stay in the coil for then two days. So even if your friends are like, actually, just take a wee bit of mine here, don't worry. You could be inhaling things you just have no idea about. So it's really important that we are aware of this. And this, this um, drug called pine, people think that it's no big deal. It's not really like... Um, very like offensive because it is scentless or all these sort of things but actually recent or recent research has shown that it's really really addictive okay it makes you act in ways that you don't normally act in okay for the first sort of like um inhale of it you'll feel good but actually there's um linked real um intense behaviors of depression and um suicidal thoughts that come with it and people that we've spoken to have said look I thought it was just me and they put a mask on and they kept it all in. They didn't tell anybody, but actually they'd all been inhaling the same uh, drug, which was pine all throughout schools in Belfast and um, throughout time, they all actually were feeling these suicidal thoughts, but all didn't want to tell each other because they were like, oh, I'm the weak one. But actually when they started speaking about it, they all realized there was this correlation between this drug. The people are just taken and you might get offers. So we need to make you aware of that. And um, that there's side effects like these depressive behavior, suicide thoughts. And um, there's been girls who have blacked out in school before and their friends have just left them. But actually they just think they're sleeping on, on their um, table in school. So it's something that's genuinely happening. It's this year, it's last week. And um, so we just need to be talking about it, okay? So when we begin to think about drugs as well, we're going to play a new game, okay? And it's called Deal or No Deal, right? So we're going to be thinking about dealers, right? We're going to be thinking about the drug dealers now. We're moving from us to them, okay? The bad guys. So I need one volunteer, okay? Does anybody want to volunteer before I pick someone? Anybody? Three? Johnny? Who's Johnny? You Johnny? Are you Johnny? Come on up, Johnny. Everyone give him a big round of applause. Okay, Johnny, I am actually going to take you out the back here, okay? And uh, we're just going to stick on... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Rebs will just take you out the back there for a wee minute, okay? I'm just going to stick on a wee bit of background music. And uh, I don't have any jokes, but I'll sort of just chill here for a minute. So Johnny's getting some stuff in the back. You just have no idea, really. Oh, you can hear him rustling. I have no idea what's going on in there, to be fair. Where's Johnny from? Ballygoyne, yeah, okay, so Johnny's from Ballygoyne, is he a bit dodgy, or is he okay, yeah, he is a bit dodgy, his friends are saying he's a bit dodgy, okay, awkward, are you, is he from Money Ray, Phoebe, is he from Money Ray, no, is it Ballygoyne Presbyterian, I've been with you guys before, I think, actually, okay, perfect, well, I know Johnny's dodgy then, because you, because I met you guys, How's, he's nearly ready, okay, we'll give you a countdown, are you ready? Oh, he's got a spotlight, guys. Three, two, one. Where are you, Johnny? Woo! Come on, Johnny! Nice one, Johnny. Come on out. Okay, so come on out. You look unbelievable. I've actually never seen you look better. So do you want to stand here? Okay. So you are no longer Johnny, okay? You are Mr. Drug Dealer. Okay, so how are you feeling today, Mr. Drug Dealer? Uh, I'm feeling lively. He's feeling lively? Are you ready to deal some drugs? Indeed. Indeed. Okay, so let's have a look. So what we are going to do, okay, is... Oh, yeah, he needs his gloves on, obviously, right? So I am feeling like I need a bit of a kick, okay? 
I'm feeling a bit low. I feel like I need something to sort of like liven me up. So actually, I'm going to ask Johnny for... <laughs> Johnny, I'm going to ask Johnny for some cocaine. Okay, how does that sound? So I'm going to ask him for some cocaine. Johnny, can you do that for me? Yeah. Indeed. Indeed, okay. So Johnny is going to make me up some cocaine here, right? Let's do it together. So let's start off, okay? And we're going to maybe put some of this in first, right? So this is our... Cocaine, okay, everyone say, ooh, ooh, okay. So Johnny, can you, it's sort of open a wee bit there. Can you pour some, just a wee bit? Oh yeah, there's a wee scoop actually. Pour it into this for me. Just a wee bit. He is, that's precious cocaine. Okay, so he's gonna, yep, skip it. Oh, okay, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Okay, you can put it away now. Okay, so I have asked actually for a lot more cocaine than that. So what he's going to have to do is he's going to actually bulk it up with a lot of other stuff, okay? Because this cocaine is really expensive, so he obviously can't be using it all on me, okay? So actually, if he's using it... Yeah, I know, I know. Are you scared? So he is... If he uses it all on me, it's wasted for everybody else, so he needs to ration it, okay? So he's put the tiniest bit in. Can you all see that? So he's put the tiniest bit of cocaine in, okay? Now... We are going to put some of this in. Can you try and pronounce that for me, Johnny? Uh, strike nine. Strike nine. Okay. So this is actually rat poison. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to open that up for me. Okay. Go on, Johnny. Nice one, Johnny. And you're going to pour a big bit of that in there for me. Great. There's some rat poison going in there. Nice one. Okay. And what about this one? Do you know what this is? Creatine, creatine, this is for the gym lads, right? So you are gonna put some of this in. Is that you, Johnny, gym lad? Okay, so open that up. Put that in there, lovely. Lovely, that's, that's enough actually, yep, good job. And then what about this one? Some, what's that? Laxative. What, what does they do? They make you poop. They do make you poop, right? So stick some of those in there. So we've got rat poison, we've got creatine, and nice one, loads of laxatives in there. Good luck to me, who's taking this, okay? Then next, what have we got? We've got some, what does that say? Uh, levomisole. Levomisole, which is actually worming medication, okay? So put some of that in there as well. And then, well, I'm just going to actually help you out. So we've got some laundry tablets. We might just crush some of those up, put some of those in. I'll help you. Nice one. And then last but not least, what have we got here? Don't know. Don't even know what it is, but we'll just stick it in there because it's white powder anyway. Okay. Sounds good. So we've got, oh, oof. Watch, that's my precious cocaine there, Johnny. Okay, perfect. So that is actually the amount that I've asked for. Okay. So now he's actually just blended all that together. Perfect. Everyone give Johnny a round of applause. Brilliant. You can go and get changed if you want to. Okay. Don't you worry. So, what we can learn from this, okay, this is actually just a really good visual aid. Bye, Johnny. Everyone say bye, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. Okay, he'll come out as his wonderful self again, hopefully in a second. But what we can learn from this, okay, this is a visual aid as to what genuinely will happen, okay? So when we order, say, if you were to go to a drug dealer um, and order something, right, you genuinely have no idea what is in it. So yes, there'll be just enough, say, cocaine, just enough of something to get you hooked, to want you uh, back and to do it again, to get you that high or that kick 
um, that, you, that you want, okay? But actually, there's just so many other things that are in it, okay? So it's all fun and games until you're putting yourself in a park, right? Or it's all fun and games until there's all these different things that actually you're just putting and pumping into your body when actually you just think that it's going to be cocaine, okay? Which in and itself, obviously, we don't want you to be doing. But we just want you to realize, actually, there's so much more to what you think, okay? So this is really, really dangerous. And this is genuinely what will happen. So your drug dealers, you might know them, right? It might be someone's older brother or older sister. And you're just like, oh, well, do you know what? Well done, Johnny. Welcome back back in the room. So it could be someone that you know or you've been aware of and you're just like, oh, you know what? What harm is it going to do? Like, I trust them. They're nice to me. Like, they've sort of, you know, taken me under the wing a wee bit. But genuinely, they actually don't really care about you, okay? All that they want is is your money, okay? They're not thinking about how valuable you are. They're not thinking about how much your life matters. They're not thinking about, actually, God really cares about them, so I'm just gonna uh, make sure that they're safe and they're protected. When in reality, this is the stuff that's happening. So we need to make you aware. And I know that that was funny, Johnny, you did such a good job. Well done, mate. But this is genuinely what happens. So just as long as you're aware of this and can be equipped for the future. Okay, so next. Again, I'm going to need some more volunteers because I've got another challenge. So I'm going to need, Johnny, you need to pick me one person from this side. And where's my team captain? Remind me of your name. John? Joel. Oh, nearly there. Joel, can you pick me somebody from this side that's going to come up and do a wee cup stack challenge? One person. Okay. Johnny, who's your person? One person. Very easy. <laughs> they are not willing. It's a real stressful time over there. One person. Anybody? Would you like to do it? I knew you would. Go on. It's a wee cup stack challenge. You're going to come up. Brilliant. What's your name? Erin and Andrew. Erin and Andrew are going to play the cup stack challenge. So, on one side, okay, can you take 10 cups from there? And then, Andrew, you're going to get 10 cups as well. Just double check that that's 10. Okay. You're going to do a cup stack challenge and you're going to have four along the bottom. And then you're going to have three, two, and one. Okay? So make sure you've got ten. Do we practice? Go. Stack it. Stack it for me. Four along the bottom. Just like that. Perfect. Are these extra? Yes. Okay. Then three. Then two. Then one. Nice. That was good. And it's going to be a race. So what I need is, Erin, you are going to do it just like you did it there. And you're going to do it as quickly as you can. Andrew, you're going to wear these, okay? These are our upside-down glasses. We haven't used these very much yet, so you can put those on and have a wee look out into the room for us, okay? Tell us what it looks like. Everything's upside down. Everyone's upside down. Are they back to front? No. Is it really strange? Okay. Very, very strange. So when he wears those, he's going to also do the cup stack challenge and we're going to see how that goes, okay? When you did your practice, I'll not lie, you didn't inspire me with confidence without the glasses, but we'll try with the glasses on, okay? So when the music starts, you're going to cup stack them all the way up and then cup stack them all the way down and we're going to see who wins. Who do we think is going to win this game? Do we think, can we give it up if you think Aaron might win? Okay, loyal team. Do we think Andrew might win? Nice. Okay, so when the music starts, you ready? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Go, 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 go. Cheer them on if you think they're going to win. 
Come on, Andrew. That's good. That's good. Yes. We're nearly there. Oh, Aaron's fell over. Aaron's fell over. You've got a bit more time. We're nearly there. Nearly there. Oh, we're so close. Yes, we've got a winner. Give it up for Aaron. Brilliant. Okay, so, Andrew. Well, actually, let's ask Aaron first. Aaron, how did you find that? Good. Good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Did you find it easy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Andrew, same questions. Did you enjoy that? Uh, sort of. Sort of enjoyed it. Okay. And did you find it easy? No, it was pretty hard. It was pretty hard, wasn't it? Okay, give it up for these two. Thank you so much. You can go and grab a seat. <laughs> what we're trying to illustrate to you through this game, okay, we're talking all about drugs, we're talking about alcohol, you're listening to that video on vaping, okay, all of these different types of ways that you could potentially be under the influence, all right? In this game, when you're playing that and you're doing a cup stack, it's like you going through normal life with none of the vision on and it's actually quite easy to do normal everyday things, isn't it? It's completely fine. You can see everything. You've got good hand-eye coordination. It's really, really easy. But see this, the second that you put these on, right? It gets a lot more difficult to see. It gets a lot more difficult to actually stack them. You don't really know where everything is and you're just kind of like fumbling around even more than you normally would, okay? And so that can be very, very similar to what it's like if you are under the influence of something. So like Beth was sharing about the vaping, like you actually don't know in that situation what you're taking, but I'm talking about when you're already, you've already got it on. So at this point, what I'm talking about is that you've made the choice and you've gone, yeah, I think I will take that, okay? This is what it might look like if you do take it. So all of you in this room, like majority of you, um, are probably underage, okay? And so if you actually did take alcohol, if you were taking drugs, um, that could potentially be very illegal. But let's imagine you get to that point, okay? You're, for example, normal decisions that you might normally make. So if you go out of this field and you go onto a main road, what are you normally gonna do as you cross there? I hope. Nice, thank you, one person does it, right? If you're gonna cross a road, you're gonna look both ways. Why is that? Car might hit you, yes, just like, just like that, Johnny. You might just get hit, and you don't wanna do that because your brain logically knows that that's a bad idea. You will get hurt if you do that. But once you're under the influence, you don't necessarily know that that is a good idea. You might just think, those are really bright lights. I wanna go towards that, okay? And then what happens is you actually end up really, really injured, and we can really make light of it and be like, that's really funny. But actually, if you were to end up in hospital, if you were to end up paralyzed, if you were to end up so many things that could actually happen, all because your decision making was really really flawed at that time because you were under the influence of something okay similarly a lot of you are young okay girls and guys um, and that makes you pretty vulnerable right we do social media workshops where we talk about the fact that like your location is on all the time like social media all that kind of stuff if an older person or if another person okay there are bad people in the world which is a really sad reality if someone wanted to take um, or wanted to basically you're a vulnerable young adult and if they wanted to take advantage of that it's going to be a lot easier for them to do that if you can't make a good decision and if you think do you know what yeah I'll just go with you to this place and I'll follow even though they might be leading you into something really, really dangerous. Or it could even be your friends that lead you into a situation that's really dangerous. They might say, here, look, that roof would be really fun to climb on, wouldn't it? Let's all go up there. And you suddenly think, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's all go up on the roof. And then somebody ends up getting really hurt again, okay? And so 
that is part of this workshop when we're trying to think about making decisions, okay? If you make the decision to take drugs or alcohol, or if you do, if you are ending up vaping and you black out somewhere, it actually makes you more vulnerable to longer term con consequences, okay? It makes you more vulnerable to situations that in a normal day, you wouldn't really question that, but under the influence, you might, okay? And so it's about thinking like the story right the way through, because we can be really tempted. The way your brains work right now, impulsively, as a young adult is also, let's just make this decision because it'll be really funny, like for short term, but we want to get you to think about long term because it actually has an impact on your value. It has an impact on your physical, your mental, all of that kind of health, okay? And we want to do that because of like what Beth said at the very start, because you're very valuable. Um, and so thinking through that is really worth it, okay? Perfect, okay, so just to finish us off, I am going to play a short game of The Price is Right, okay? So essentially something is gonna come on the screen and you are gonna have to guess or shout out or just tell me how uh, much you think that this is worth, okay? So first one, we have got some AirPods, okay? How much do you think? 150, anything else? 119? Anything else? Okay, we've got 150, 119. Let's see what they are. They are 139, okay? So sort of in the middle, <laughs> okay? So 139. Next, we have Freddo. Huh. 25p. 25. 50. 75. 35. Okay, let's see. 30p, okay? Still on the lower side, but they definitely are a lot more expensive. Okay, next, we have a croc. A lot of people are sporting the Crocs. We have literally almost a full row of Crocs over here. Okay, how much do you think Crocs? 34, 35, what did you say? 44, okay, let's see. 44.99, you were 99p off, okay. Next, we have like a glow up disco ball. What are we thinking? 20p, 200 pound, very different in value, okay. Let's see what we've got. 12 pounds, right? Get Santa to get you that for Christmas. It's only 12 pounds. Next is, okay, so this Harry Potter book, right? It is signed by JK Rowling, okay? So it's signed, signed copy, limited edition of this book. What are we thinking? 419 pounds, a grand, 60. Okay, let's see, 2,125 pounds, right? I would never be paying that, but somebody obviously is, okay? Next we have a guinea pig, cute. What do you think? Tanner? Tanner for the guinea pig? Three, three point fifty. Okay. It is twenty-five. Okay. We pets at home deal. Twenty-five quid. Okay. We have got a ball of river rock. Standard bottle of river rock. What are we thinking? One twenty-five, one seventy-five. One sixty. I actually feel like I'm an, an auctioneer. Okay. Anyone else? Two fifteen. Okay. So we have got in Iceland, okay, the shop, the shop, it is 60p, okay? Then next, in the cinema, it's £2.90 for the same bottle of water, okay? Next, airport, it is £4.50 for the same bottle of water, okay? Why do we think that is? Why do you think, why do you think you could, yeah? Yeah, fair enough, yeah, in the airport. It's the only place you can buy it, okay? So where the bottle is located, actually its value is different, okay? And all throughout this workshop today, 
we've been talking about your value. We've been talking about consequences and drugs and alcohol and all these things. But take drugs and alcohol even out of the equation. You're still so valuable. And we want to remind you of that this afternoon, okay? That actually, it's so often in life, we feel like this small water bottle, right? We feel like um, the Iceland 60p. That's all we're worth, okay? And that might be because of the people we're surrounding ourselves with. It might be anxiety. It might be depression. It might be because of drugs and alcohol. It might be because of family situations or all these different things that just constantly bombard us, okay? The world sometimes just makes us feel like we are literally the 60p bottle of water but we actually want to rewrite that this afternoon and just say that God actually views you as that airport water okay he views you of so such high value of so much worth that your life really really matters that actually so often we listen to the lies because we feel like we need to be something or do something or wear something or look a certain way or get the certain grades or act a certain way or have the certain boyfriend or all these different things, okay? That constantly just make us feel smaller and smaller and smaller until we're literally exhausted and we just feel like our value is like through the floor. And do you know why that is? It's because we're constantly comparing and reaching for something that it's as if it's like smoke, Right? You're constantly reaching it, but you can never grab it because it actually doesn't exist. We're constantly trying to be something and put our value in things that'll never actually satisfy us. And it'll make us actually in ourselves feel like our worth and our value is so low. When in reality, God says that you are so valuable. That is where your value is, is in an identity in him because you are his son or you are his daughter. That is where your identity is. That is how valuable that you are. And in our uh, ministry, so in Made For More, I've said it at the beginning, but our whole ministry is based on Ephesians 2.10. So I'll read it again. It'll come up on the screen. So it says, for you are God's masterpiece, created anew in Christ Jesus to do the good works that he planned for you long ago. So actually, not only are you so valuable, but this is what God says about you. This is what God literally says about every single person in this tent, that we are his masterpiece. And when I even hear the word masterpiece, already value through the roof, okay? That's what we get to be called. That's the identity that we get to live in, okay? It's that we are God's masterpiece that we are created in him, that he calls us um, his child, his masterpiece. Some uh, translations of the Bible say handiwork, okay? So it's as if he's created us uh, and this is um, our identity. Last night, it really struck me. If you were in Big Top, if you weren't, that's no problem. But the girl, Rachel, who was sharing, she told this story about her son, okay? And how he had this 2P coin and he was holding on to it with all dear life, right? He was holding it on all day and he wouldn't let go and he wouldn't let go. And he would like go up to somebody. It would, she was calling it the stinky coin. She was like, this is, there was a stinky coin. He had been holding it all day. And he would go up and he would just show it to someone and be like, look at my coin. Like, look at it. It's so good. Okay. When in reality, she was just like, yuck. Like, it was like, that's disgusting. That's a 2P. That's a stinky 2P. It's been in my like one-year-old's hand all day. Right. Or he was going up and he was just showing it. And he was like, look how valuable this is. Like, look how amazing this is. And as we get older, we're a bit like Rachel in this situation. We forget how much value things have. 
and we don't get excited about it, okay? Because we listen to the voices of the world. We listen to people saying like, you need to look a certain way. You need to be a certain thing. You need to do or have or um, gain or achieve all these different things. When in reality, we are that two peak. That's how God looks at you. And it's how he looks at me. And it's how he looks at your leaders and everything is that we are that valuable, okay? But we forget it. But you know who doesn't forget it? God. God will never, ever, ever think that you're any less valuable just because of anything you've done or anything like that. And he is so kind and he's so patient and he's so loving that he will actually continue to tell us, no, you are valuable. And he's the, he's the voice that we should be listening to when actually the world's down here trying to tell you that you're not, trying to tell you that your value's down here. But actually, he's so kind that he'll never forget and he'll never tire of telling us, you're so valuable. You're so valuable, okay? You're so valuable. Because he loves us with his unconditional love. And last night, Rachel again, she was sharing the story of the prodigal son, okay, in Luke 15, where essentially, if you weren't there, basically, there's this son, right, and he's a bit of an idiot, and he just takes his dad's money that he thinks he's owed, and he goes away, and he just spends it all in rubbish things, and he literally just gets himself into really bad situations, and he's at a point where he's like, you know what, I need to go home, I need to go to my dad, and I know if that was my mom, right, she would be raging. Like, I would not be welcomed home with those big arms. She'd be like, what have you done, right? But instead, this son goes home and he's met with this dad who actually runs towards him. And even though the, dad, or the son has spent all the money, has disrespected him, has dishonored him, has done all these bad things, okay? This, the dad is just like, it's unconditional. Like, he's, he's there with his arms open and he's saying, I'm going to put a ring on your finger. I'm going to put sandals on your feet. I'm going to put a big cloak on you. Make sure you're nice and warm. That you're, you're cared for. I'm going to put a big feast on. And actually, I'm going to still provide for you. Do you know why? Because you're my child. That's why he's doing it. And that's the same for you today. It's the God, no matter what we've done, no matter all, whether it is drugs, alcohol, whether it's all these different things, okay? We're talking about that today. But there's loads of things you could put in that blank. Um. God will never tire of actually just saying, come on home. I'm never going to love you any less. It's this unconditional love. And this morning, actually, uh, Rebs and I, we were in here um, with Youth for Christ and we were listening to a guy, Johnny, sharing his testimony this morning and he was just absolutely fantastic, okay? But he was sort of saying about how um, he was... Um, bound and chained all these different sort of things okay and actually at one point like he, he almost died okay but God saved him and brought him out of this and he was an atheist and he was saying all these things and he was so against God but actually he got to a point okay and I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it but maybe this is you and maybe you want to actually just say this today he said God you're going to be disappointed in me but here I am and that really just struck me Okay? He said, God, you're going to be disappointed in me because I know that I'm going to mess up and I'm going to do all these things. But actually, he knew the same God that we read in the Bible last night and we're reading and we're talking about now. It's that God, he'll never tire of opening up his arms. And even though you think he's going to be disappointed in you, he still thinks you are of so much worth and so much value that he'll always just say, come on home. That's the God that, that we are going to be talking about this weekend. So can I pray for you? And then that's us done. So thank you so much for listening so well. And then I'll pray. And then that's us. Okay, let's pray. 
Um, Lord, just thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for every single person that's in this tent. Thank you that um, you have uh, just brought so much laughter and joy and fun into this workshop. And God, I just really pray for each um, person in this room that they... Um, just feel equipped uh, and um, have a deeper understanding as to drugs and alcohol and all that sort of stuff. But God, I just pray really that they just know their value and that they know that they are loved by um, a father who um, just unconditionally loves them. That no matter what they do or um, what they strive to be like or how they feel or how they're flawed and um, how I'm flawed, God, thank you that you still love me and you still love everybody in this room unconditionally. And I just pray for the rest of the weekend and for the next few days that they just continue just to discover who you are more and um, God, I just pray for more fun and more laughter as well. Let's pray all this in your name. Amen. Perfect. Give yourself a big round of applause. Thank you.